KTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, hosting today with... David Wilner from Pillar to Post Home Inspectors. And we have a special guest today. Daniil, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Daniil Shostel, and I'm a local business owner here in Warwick. I have a small vintage store called Pre-Love Vintage. Woohoo! Yes. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very excited to talk uh, to Daniil all about um, not only her business, um, mm-hmm. what it was like to get some commercial space, because I know a lot of people kind of are interested in that, but also um, kind of talk about some of your personal property and transitioning from townhouse to to single family home and what that experience has been like so so many fun and exciting topics to talk about i'm really excited to have you as our guest today thanks i'm happy to share yeah it's great to have you um so dave how was your week my week was very busy very Mm. very busy i've definitely seen an uptick in the uh in the market and uh it's it's which is good uh because i think inventory low inventory levels have kind of held us kind of slower than normal Mm -hmm. and uh it's nice to see the market moving again very nice very nice i am uh i'm kind of on the listing side of things right now which is super exciting i love listings so uh i've been working on some some cmas for people and you know uh uh, putting a few listings in so that's good that's it's this this is the time of year for that yeah Um, spring's coming it's time to list your home that's correct and so you know i put out my my annual well I'll call it weekly, my weekly call to say, hey, if you're thinking of uh, selling your home this year um, and you're interested to find out where your home is in the market right now, there's been a lot of change over the last uh, two years. So you may be surprised what your home's value is. Um, feel free to give me a call or um, you know, you can just go to my website, listwithchrisk.com um, and reach out to me and we will find a time to kind of dig into what your property value is these days, um, what you could expect, what the process might be like. I can answer all those questions for you. And if you're listing your, if you're thinking of listing your home, and you're concerned that your home may have some issues that might hold up the sale of it, give me a call at 732-647-5231. I'll come over and do a pre-listing home inspection for you, that will answer all the questions before they come up as problems. Yes, make sure that you 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 know what you're selling, so you're not blindsided by something you didn't realize was going on. Yeah, I love that idea. So. Uh, Daniil, now I did two home inspections for you. <laughs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> Very recently. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, you originally bought a townhouse mm-hmm. here in Warwick mm-hmm. and, uh, it's a very cute little place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, but now you're moving into a single family home. Yes. The single family home of my vintage dreams. It yes. It is. It's <laughs> yes. so, it is such a fun house yes. too. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your thought process. What are you looking for? More space? I mean, why mm-hmm. why make that move? Well, I bought the townhouse, I don't want to say under duress, but I had a very short time frame. And at the time, last summer when I was looking, everything that I would have wanted was out of my price range. Right. And everything I could afford, there was just something that wasn't quite right. And the townhouse on many levels is incredibly convenient. Um, and mine is especially large, larger than I thought I could hope for. It's 2,100 square feet, Mm -hmm. three bedrooms, three full baths, two living rooms, plus the pool and the basketball court for my kids. Wow. It was almost a no brainer at the time. So it's, and frankly, it's really served its purpose, but then I always like to look at real estate listings anyway. And when this house came up on Elizabeth street, I 
fell in love with it just from the pictures. And then when I saw it, I just knew that was it. I mean, the basement alone, do you remember the basement? I do, do yes. <laughs> yeah. It It's amazing. It has like a... Uh, Totally. It's got a bar. It's yep. got a. It's got a whole vibe in it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's got a painted like palm tree mural, yeah. wood, yes. pa wood paneling. The bar has like rainbow lights uplit. It has all these funny cutouts. Ooh. The bathrooms are original to the 1950s, I'd say. Probably, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. With all those little like pink and blue tiles. So. Well, you know, it's funny. It's. Uh, uh, Frank and Taylor were just talking about music from the 70s, mm -hmm. right? And, I, and while they're talking about the music, all I was thinking about was your home. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, that basement is, is that's that's 70s rock and roll right there. Gotcha. <laughs> so, I could be thinking about bedrooms for my children, but I'm thinking about how I want to trick out the basement. Yeah. <laughs> so, here, so here's what's so interesting is, um, you know, I see a lot of homes. Um, mm -hmm. And for me, there's nothing as wonderful as walking into a home that ha that is like trapped in time. I mm -hmm. love it. Um, and you know, when I'm talking to my buyers, I'm always like, this is amazing. What a fun. And you know, they're always like, I got to rip all this out. I'm like, no, what are you mm -hmm. doing? This is like really spectacular. Like you can modernize it, but yet keep the character of what's here. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm, sh I'm certain that in most of those cases, nobody is listening to what I'm saying, but I think you would have. <laughs> I am listening to you. In fact, that's exactly what I want to do. I, I'm not going to knock down any walls. I don't necessarily need a more open floor plan or anything like that. I really want to restore its character yeah. and modernize it just a little bit. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I recently saw a house uh, in Rockland County that was also sort of a Art Deco, uh, mid-century modern type house that uh 70s vibe with a conversation pit oh i love that oh, i love it <laughs> same and an indoor pool that, i love that too we that, talked about this yeah. house <laughs> <laughs> that uh i mean it, it all looked like it was it was straight out i mean this house had like playboy magazine 70s vibe out of it, it so here's what's so interesting cool. about you even saying those words um a few years ago i had gotten a call from down in wayne new jersey i'm licensed in new york and new jersey um and it was a woman whose home was featured in playboy wow it is a mid-century modern 1950s amazing home with the unique feature of not only an indoor pool but an indoor underground pool there was oh like goodness. a tunnel that led underground to a pool that was underground with like um like some sort of like plastic doming for some light that came in like a grotto yes That's like a grotto the grotto too. yeah i mean it it was spectacular oh my god so i mean and i i didn't even know how to begin to price that house mm -hmm. it was said so many unique and interesting features i'm like you could pretty much ask anything <laughs> it's what do you want yeah we'll right mark it, we'll mark it to that number i hope someone <laughs> bought it that loved it for all of those same features. Uh, you know, I hope so too. Um, I think that when she, when it came time, she's just like, I just can't part with the house yet. I'm not ready. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Sue, as we, we're, we're all talking about our individual tastes, right? I mean, how much, uh, in a world of, there's a lot of cookie cutter homes out yeah. there these days, right? Uh, I mean, style and, uh, and makes such a big difference in somebody's buy process, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't it? It sure does. And by the way, and it goes, it cuts both ways, right? Um, sometimes people want, they want the predictable. They, they, they know what that's going to look like for them and it's what they have visualized for themselves and it's what they want. So when you show them something that's, um, you know, not quite that, that standard home, 
they just don't know what to do with it, right? They're like, this is too much for me. I couldn't, mm -hmm. you know. And then you have the other buyer where when you show them, you know, your your standard buy level or your standard colonial, right? We, we build the same colonial over and over again. It's the exact same floor plan with some different mm -hmm. colors, right? Um, you know, maybe one has an extra family room or something, but the it's, split it's level. the same. Right? Buy level, raised ranch. Right, and you know, and the response is, can you find me something different? I want something custom. Um, and so, you know, that's part of my job is to figure out, you know, who you are as a buyer and, and find those homes that um, are... That, that must be satisfying. When so, Well, sometimes it is, and sometimes, uh, you know, it, and sometimes it's hard. It depends on the market. Um, sometimes I'm working with 15 buyers and I don't have the time to call through each listing for someone, right? Um, and then I, you know, and, and, and I want to be doing that, but sometimes it's just outside of the scope, right? Yeah. Um, on, on the flip side, sometimes we have such an inventory crunch that I know what you want. It's just not out there right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, like now. <laughs> so it's, you know, it is, it's interesting. Um, and, you know, and just like you were saying before that sometimes as the buyer, you have to make, um, you have to make a choice based on what's there, even though it's not necessarily what you really wanted. Um, and it may be good enough for now, but in your case, it was good enough until you saw what you wanted. That's correct. And in fact, I didn't think that I would be moving out of the townhouse as quickly as I actually am. Um, but like most decisions in my life, I do it a little bit based on luck and courage yeah. as much as, you know, well thought out. So this well, house spoke to me. Th those are as good a reasons as any, I mm -hmm. suppose. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're going to take a take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. And we're going to be right back with Danielle and, you know, learning about her business and her real estate experiences. This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or a seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com. And let's get together. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guest every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre, right here, playing the best music. Hi, this is David Dirks, the host of the Dirks Outdoor Show. Call in as we discuss everything for the outdoor sportsman every Saturday at 7 a.m. Radio worth listening to. I'm gonna make this place your home. And welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. 
I'm David Wilner from Pillar to Post Home Inspectors. I'm your host today with Christine Koenig, Howard Hanna Rand Realty, licensed in New York and New Jersey. And we have a guest today. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm Danielle Shostel. All right. So uh, Danielle is here to talk to us a little bit about her real estate experiences. Um, she has lots of really interesting things to kind of talk about and dig into. Um, she moved to the area and bought a townhouse, um, mm -hmm. which was not what she was looking for, but it was, um, you know, last summer inventory crunch and she needed a place and, and it fit her needs um, although not necessarily her desires, right? That's a fair way to say it. Um, and then, uh, so now as, as time has gone on, she did find her, her something that qualifies more as a dream house for her. Um, and so she's in the process of, did you close on that house yet? April 11th. So Ooh. she's close to closing. Mm -hmm. um, Dave was the home inspector and uh, you know, the home has some very kind of vintage qualities about it. And we're gonna kind of dig into that a little bit. Sure. Um, and then, you know, Daniel also owns a- um, Vintage business, store. A vintage shop in uh, in Warwick. Um, and so we're gonna talk about that. Sounds good. Okay. Daniel, what do you think is gonna be your first project in the new house? Oh, I already know. Um, so I peeled back the carpet a little bit and realized there's hardwood floors on the first floor at least. Oh, nice. wow. Yes. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. And then in the kitchen, it has that rolled out vinyl, if you will. Mm -hmm. But I've been looking and there's a lot of now, I think it's called like a high end vinyl yes. that people are installing. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do that in the kitchen, like a classic checkerboard, if you will, in yep. the kitchen. And then, uh, there's some drop ceilings that... Although I grew up with them, I like to see it not be there. And <laughs> my children's rooms have a fair amount of dark wood paneling, yep. which I'm debating like... Should you paint it or should you pull it down? Precisely. And I honestly don't know the cost yet. <laughs> well, I can tell you where n no good deed goes unpunished. Mm -hmm. you know, my my mother-in-law had paneling in the lower level of her home and uh, had always talked about getting rid of it. And I said, well... You know, at the time I was just recently dating my wife. So I said, oh, I can, I can help you with that. I'll take that paneling down for you. Can o' worms. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing was taped or spackled. Thank God. I didn't even, I didn't, it didn't even occur to me that it wouldn't, there wouldn't, you know, could not be drywall under there too. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, so who knows? I, I'd take up a small piece and take a peek. Smart. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if it, I can if I can afford that, I would like to do that. But at some, I would like to also get the floors done before I exit the townhouse, so that my children and I aren't. Uh, before you move any furniture in. Precisely, and I've made that mistake before in the past. How much of an overlap are you going to have between the townhouse and the new house? Really, as much as I would like, but I because I'm still up in the air whether I rent or sell the townhouse. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you know, it is nice to have two places when you're doing a rental project. You mm -hmm. don't have to live in a construction zone. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, things like floors and painting, if you can do that stuff before you move in, is much easier to do. Yeah, that would be. And I feel very fortunate to have that opportunity. So I would like to take advantage of it. And although I said I do most things from luck and chance, um, <laughs> I did at least look at my budget before I jumped into this. And so I knew I could afford a couple months of overlap before I made a decision on the townhouse. So what do you think you'll do with this townhouse? I mean, be between the two choices, I guess, are rent or sell, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, what's your thought process? And Christine, do you have any thoughts for her in that process? 
welcome that. Yeah, you know, of course I do. Um, You know, from an investment property, I always tell people um, it's a business, right? Right. So you want to do a business plan and Mm -hmm. you want to look and see what what are your costs versus what, you know, what you're getting back and long term, right? What is the the value proposition, the equity that you're going to build in the home, the, um, you know, ongoing, you know, effort, right? There's work involved in, in running uh, investment a property. It's a business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, is that, is that worth the, what you get back? Um, right. And so, you know, for me, I'm a, I'm a strong believer in if I'm covering my costs, the work is worth it. Um, but I grew up in a family that always had investment property, so it, it's not scary to me, right? Uh, but there are a lot of things that can happen, and you sort of have to be prepared for that. So, um, you know, for you, I would say if we want to sit down and kind of like look at some of those things together, just to kind of lay that out, what that mm-hmm. could look like for you, we can certainly do that. Like, what could rent could you get? How much are you paying? Is that, you know, is there enough in there to create yourself a buffer over time? So if someone is, um, you know, you're between tenants for a month or two or someone misses a month rent, you know, you don't want to put yourself in a in a financial hardship because of sure. that. So, you know, just understanding the the, fi- the financials of what does that really look like? No, that's smart. What would you say the Warwick rental market looks like right now? Oh, it's right now it's pretty strong. That's what I thought. Um, so, you know... F- um, since I don't know where your condo is, you know, we would kind of dig into that. And I would do what I would do for anyone buying or selling. I would do a market analysis for you as as a landlord and show you what similar places are renting for um, and kind of look historically because, you know, rental is, is a market as well. And right now we have high demand and prices are a little high. Um, you know, is that something that's going to plateau? Is it going to keep going up? Is it going to come back down? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that too. Um, you know, and I like to be a little conservative in my numbers when I'm business planning, right? Sure. So if I think that the numbers today are super high when we sit down and look for what's going on right where you are, and I would say, okay, look, we're getting this right now. Mm, you know, there's a chance it could be this. Let's plan, use these numbers. And if they work here at this, then you're going to be in a great shape if they stay here, right? So kind of kind of look at things that way. Is there any X factor being a landlord, you know, having a rental property that, uh, you think might come into play that people overlook, right? Um, when they're developing these business plans. Right. So I, absolutely. Um, sometimes you have, maybe you don't put enough thought into maintenance, right? right? Well, if something breaks, what are you replacing? What are, right? Um, another thing is, you know, we all plan for perfect tenants, but we don't always get them. Um, and so, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a believer that you know there's a, a level of vetting you can do from a financial perspective, like in terms of your credit scores and um, job security, how long someone been somewhere, right? Like if you get five or six applications in for a place, you're weighing those applications, um, and your goal is to find someone who is going to um, be consistent payer for you, right? In a different kind of a market where you And you're not on. ruin your home. Yes, Ed, mm-hmm. correct, correct. You know, you want to look for recommendations. There's only so much you can do, though. As a landlord, you know, you, you, yes, you get to pick your tenant, but um, you don't... You, there's limits to that, right? You can you can compare applications and pick the best application um, based on what's in front of you. Um, in a less competitive market where you're only getting one application and they meet your criteria, you're taking that person. I was inspecting a townhouse in Rockland uh, last week yep. that had a, a tenant renter in it, um, and they were there during the inspection. 
But uh, I mean, this place, it, there was a lot of damage, damage to the walls. Uh, they'd been there seven years, uh, the renter. And I don't think they ever wiped the cabinets down. There was a layer of grease on the cabinets. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a, that's a big, yeah. I don't know, concern. I mean, is it? So if you have someone there for seven years, when you get in there, you know you're you know you're gonna have to do a full paint yeah. uh, spackle. You know yeah. that you're gonna have to do a deep clean. Um, you know, after seven years in a rental, you may have to replace the carpets. Um, you know, th- these are, these are anticipated costs, anticipated. right? Like okay. the, nothing there is is crazy. It's it's when someone leaves and does destructive damage, right? Rips down ceilings, um, like maybe had pets and a tremendous amount of pet damage, right? Those are things that that you, you're not expecting. Right. right, but after if you have a long term tenant for seven years, you're expecting you have to go in there and 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 do the updates. So, hmm. two thoughts. One is I also factor in I'm a natural people pleaser, yeah. and so I will probably say yes to more than I should when mm-hmm. it comes to having a tenant. And the other is how much do you think it matters if you are handy or not? That that's one of my deterrents. Is I told myself I would learn how to wire a lamp this winter, and that didn't even happen. Right. So. Oh. Uh, right, and so call me. We'll go over that yes. one. <laughs> I really do want to learn that because I have a ton of lamps in my storage unit. Um, so the answer to that is, you know, I think it's useful to be some level of handy, or at least not afraid to try something. Mm-hmm. Right? YouTube is an amazing thing. Right? Yeah. So if you're not afraid to try it, great. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, you know, you build a a, a, a network of resources. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I won't. I don't do plumbing, and I don't do electrical. I mm-hmm. just. If it's if it's more than switching out an outlet, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always know I have those guys, right? And when I when I buy a place, I do as much of the plumbing upfront as I can. The last thing I want is for someone to have a water problem. So I'm checking all of the knobs. I'm replacing what needs to be replaced there. If there is um, a drainage issue, I'm trying to get that cleared out right away. Um, if the hot water heater is old, I'm going to replace it upfront um, because. I don't want to get that middle of the night call, mm-hmm. right? Ever. I, I work real hard to make sure that when I hand over a property, it's set up to not get that middle of the night call. Mm-hmm. Um, so- I inspected a house out in. <laughs> this is a good one. Out by West Point that was a rental property, right? And had been rented probably on a year-to-year basis for 10, 12 years. Uh, and I don't think any of the renters ever caulked around the tubs. <sighs> Right. A renter never would. No. I I mean, you know, so I I get there to do the home inspection. I realize there's a decade of water penetration here and the whole subfloor is just rotted. rotted. And the tub was literally about to fall through the floor. I actually took a, a, a like a couple of two by fours that I found in the crawl space and put them under it so that it didn't just fall on me when I was in there. And... (laughs) It was a scary moment. <laughs> Nothing See? like running through a crawl space and getting crushed by a tub. By a tub. <laughs> but you bring up a good point, which is I think you take a different approach to your property if you're ready to sell it and mm-hmm. it's the buyer beware, which mm-hmm. we had talked about recently, mm-hmm. or if I'm about to rent it and what do I want to do to shore up and invest in it before something becomes an issue. Yeah, very mm-hmm. good point. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's... Uh, being being a landlord, it, it's it it's a you have to make a conscious decision to do that. You have to want to do it. It's it's um, you know risk reward risk reward. To me, I think that when I look at my family's history, right, my grandparents, my parents, myself, they they all had investment properties. My grandmother owned a hotel. She owned a five family um, 
house in Newark where, um, you know, where she lived. Um, they then bought like a 19 family, multifamily house. My parents own four or five homes. So I've always been around that. And I've seen how over time those assets appreciate. And then as people go to retire, they have they have something concrete that they can feel confident in their retirement. And to me, that's that's what it's about, right? Something to pass on to their kids, right? Whether it's the property or the equity that they had built up in it. Um, you know, it, it's I that's my paint the rosy picture version. Right? Generational wealth. Generational transfer. wealth. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that that's that's one of the big 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 selling points for is it worth it, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to again decide that for yourself. But it you know, that's that's why people go through all of that, right? Sure. All right. So I think, I think it's time to take a break. It is. Let's hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. O'Keefe and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.brandrealty.com. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards, and I invite you to join me every Sunday night when we'll showcase a perfect album. I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs as well as some trivia too, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. Are you a foodie, a wine connoisseur, or love both? Then join the conversation every Thursday at 11 a.m. with Stephen Keeter and his renowned guests, restaurateurs, chefs, and sommeliers on Food for Thought, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. WTBQ, GHT Weather. For this afternoon, we're going to start the week and the first full day of spring on a great note with sunshine all afternoon and a high at 57. Winds will be from the northwest 5 to 10 miles an hour. For tonight, though, increasing cloudiness, there is a 20% chance of showers after midnight, a low at 37. It won't amount to much with partly sunny skies in store for us tomorrow. High tomorrow afternoon at 55, but the winds could gust at around 20 miles an hour. That's your forecast. I'm Todd Edwards from the WTBQ Weather Center. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, hosting today with... David Wilner from Pillar to Post Home Inspectors and... Danielle Shostel from Pre-Love Vintage. Oh, well done. (laughs) So, Danielle, I see that there is a pretty bag sitting on this chair over here. Tell me, Ooh, I'm t- excited. tell me, tell me. <laughs> so this is a thank you present for Dave uh, for inviting me to join you guys today. Ah, like, I love it. It's yes. like Christmas. <laughs> it's such a pretty bag. So it's, it's, also a, vintage. it's a pretty paper bag mm-hmm. and inside are some multiple things. Oh, let's see. Let's see. One might call it a set. A set. Oh, a set. <laughs> There's a lot of paper crinkling. 
Ooh. Oh, it's beautiful. You have to say words. They're sailboats. Yes. <laughs> they're sailboats. Like wood carved. They're metal. Uh, yeah. They're, oh, metal. They're metal, metal, enamel coated metal. Yes. And they are vintage and they are gorgeous. I thought they'd be cute bookends maybe. Oh, oh I love or that. Or shelf display. For those of you who don't know, Dave's uh, one of Dave's passions in life is sailing. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, Wednesday night, I'm off to South Carolina for uh, regatta this week. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll be down in Lake Murray, South Carolina, racing sailboats. I love that. You got to get some video so we can see what that looks like. It's easier said than done. You need a GoPro. (laughs) Well, yeah, on on another boat, right? You can't, it's hard to get pictures of yourself. So... I don't know. I feel like I, I just want to get a sense of like how fast are you going? Like what is what is, oh, what is like the oh, onboard experience? Don't go fast. These are not motorboats, right? You know. No, but they can go fast. Um, I feel like on a good windy day. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like if if you were instead of racing horses. They were riding pigs, you know, with little <laughs> legs, and they went real slow. But everybody's on the same pig, right? So, you, right. you know, it's it's competitive. <laughs> okay, I'll go with that. Um, by the way, so I'm going to ask my last question, then we get back to real estate. So when you're doing a regatta like this, are there stand, like kind of like NASCAR, are there standard things like sail height and stuff oh, the like boats that? Are, the boats are actually all identical. Okay, that's what mm-hmm. I was that's so what I wanted it's, to know. So it's what we call one design. So, well... Like NASCAR, where NASCAR is mm-hmm. supposed to be one design. Right. Um, there are some customizations that we all make and kind of keep our own secret right. recipe. Right, right. Uh, but it should come down to the, the skill of the sailor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, good luck. Thank you. Can't wait to hear about it. Right. <laughs> so this was amazing. Daniil, I, I say thank you. Thank you very, very, very much. These are beautiful, and I can't wait to put them up on my shelves. Yeah, they look a little pre-loved, obviously, but... I, I still thought makes, they were cute. It's what They're makes them feel cute. special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your store and uh, your passion and how sure. it all came to be? Sure. So I have a small, modest uh, vintage store in Warwick. I'm on West Street next to the barber shop mm-hmm. and across from Halligan's. And uh, it's two rooms of vintage clothing, home decor, and relatively small furniture. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. And mm-hmm. where? So, tell me, how do you... How do you find your goods? Sure, and a lot of people ask me if I do consignment, which I don't because mm-hmm. I never wanted to have to look at someone and turn them down. Right. And so I have been sourcing probably my whole life ever since I fell in love with vintage when I was in high school. And so finally I just reached a breaking point uh, where I was like, I'm either going to have to sell some of this or accept that I'm hoarding. <laughs> so <laughs> seriously, I, I mean, my store right now, I have two storage units external to my store. I just, I love the thrill of the hunt. Is it hard to part with? Sometimes, but although I will kind of cycle in some of my own things and I'll tell the customer, oh, this is from my house, but, you know, there's only three glasses here. So I decided to sell them. (laughs) That happened yesterday, actually. Yeah. mm Yeah. I mean, I too, you know, I too, I I have a love of antiques Mm -hmm. and vintage things and I have a fairly extensive collection. I don't know if I could ever part with any of the stuff. I I mean, I got it because I love it. Mm -hmm. It's tough. But when you have external containers full of stuff. Mm hmm. Yeah, you might have gone over the edge. Perhaps. And one of them is in my brother's backyard, so 
I'm sure he's loving that right now. <laughs> Listen, this is when he says, oh, she opened a store. It's only a matter of time before she starts pulling from my unit. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. well, my brother is my muscle. Well, yeah. Yesterday, he was in Greenwood Lake picking up this absolutely amazing freestanding record player. Uh, you know, the ones that look like a large cabinet. And yeah. it also has a radio. And he brought in, he's like, where do you want it? <laughs> and I said, well, do you like it? And he said, yeah. I said, well, why don't you guys keep it? So I was surprising him because he is always my muscle. <laughs> that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's yeah. great. Those are, that's when, that's when electronics were really a part of the home, a, a piece of furniture in the mm-hmm. home. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, today we just take it for granted. You can throw a flat screen on a, on a wall. Mm-hmm. Do you have a time period you like best? I certainly have a weakness for the 50s and the 60s. Yeah. Um, but I am not, I'm not discriminating in terms of decade, but I am, disc- I clearly just, there's things I gravitate to. Right. And uh, there's people that I buy from in the Warwick area and they already know, like they'll write me and be like, this looks like something you would like. And I'll say, well, <laughs> yes, you're correct. Yes. Yes. My yes. Yes, yes. it is. Yeah. No, I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I like, I, I also have a, a large collection of older furniture items, mm-hmm. right? And most of them were um, like inherited from my grandparents or whoever, but um, my dining room set is from the 1940s and mm. it's like, you know, be- beautiful, just like hand carved, like fronts. You can like the scrolling and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I look, sometimes I laugh, I look around the house. I'm like, so what furniture in this house did I buy? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. a, a couch and a TV stand. Mm-hmm. Everything else came from someone else. And I'm, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I feel like like I want a more modern feel. I've you know I've had this some of this like the furniture since I was twelve, the dining room since I was eighteen, mm. right? Like it's I'm fifty almost, and it's like like do I get when when do I get something new? And I'm like I don't know because anytime I look, I'm like oh no, I don't like any of that. None of it's better mm. than what I have, and none of it's made well. I took my daughter on a little walking tour of our home just recently, and because a lot of what I have in my home has been passed down from generation yeah. to generation. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure she doesn't throw it out. Right. You <laughs> want, want her to, to know sure. where it came from. Yeah, I want her to know that, you know, this grandfather clock and this these books and these yeah. things, uh, you know, the secretaries, they're, they're, they, they mean something to me. And, uh, you know, there's a connection to these types of historic vintage items, you know, a personal connection yes. that, you know, I, I mean, it's that's why I ask, is it hard to part with them? You know, because mm-hmm. you do, you know, I mean, it's you love them. Yeah. I bought this when I bought my townhouse. I found this incredible green velvet. You might have seen it, Dave. Green velvet sleeper sofa. Mm. And it has these large metal pineapples that screw onto the back because all the pillows have these like neat string loops that go on it. Oh, to hold it? Yes, to hold the pillows in place. And I just fell in love with this sofa. And my mother continues to say to me, so you're going to buy a new couch when you move into your house, right? <laughs> Something more comfortable. And I'm like, no, no, mm-hmm. this this large, heavy, annoying sofa is coming right with me. It fits right in. You're going to build the whole <laughs> yes. room around that. As, as I did in my townhouse, I plan on transferring it. Absolutely. What mm-hmm. do you, uh, is there anything that's trending in your store right now? Do you, do you, do you see like mm-hmm. yourself gravitating to? So I opened in May and I had always told myself this first year, I'd give myself a lot of grace. And uh, one of the things is really just almost analyzing what sold or Mm -hmm. is selling versus what I thought would sell. And it is different. What people really seem to come in for is 
the clothing. And really? I was surprised that's not where I was focused necessarily. Yeah. I always I always thought it would be like the, the barware. Yeah. People love that vintage barware or just like knickknack type things. But yeah. the clothing seems to sell quite a bit. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or at least is the entry point for people to come in and browse more. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, I will say when I'm when I'm vintage shopping, I never go in for the clothes. Mm-hmm. I always go in for the barware. You're right. right. I just love like cups and glasses mm-hmm. and right like the Same. just like the, like some of those ones that have like the metallic like leaf prints. And, Absolutely. Right. Like or like the geometric like if there's some sort of geometric design in, mm-hmm. incorporated into something, I there's guaranteed it's coming home with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I, had an idea for a cocktail party. Oh. Everybody bring your special glass. Oh, I like oh, that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I love sorry that. to interrupt. Nope, it that's just so came no, out. That's, you're inspired. <laughs> but do you know what I end up walking home with almost every time? Hmm. Some stupid hat that I'll never wear again. Oh. It's I fun. have really fabulous hats mm-hmm. that, that I think look good, great on me in, in, in the store, like in context. Mm-hmm. And then I get out into like the real world and I'm like, I don't have a place to wear this hat. My mom says you always have to wear your hat with attitude. And I agree. Yeah. I actually did a hat display i still have it in my store and i've been surprised at how many people have been buying the hats i bought them because i had them because (laughs) i bought a lot of them for my customer everything from like real fur mixed Mm -hmm. feelings about it but it was Hmm. beautiful and fedoras or i have like an austrian hikers uh hat and (laughs) like 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 uh sound sound of music precisely with a little feather (laughs) and people buy a lot of hats i was surprised Mm-hmm. I can tell you that's my experience. They're for having sure. a moment. Mm-hmm. It's a, it is. It's a moment. It's mm-hmm. a, some throwback to some some vision they have of either this experience or, or maybe mm-hmm. it was an old actress that you know, or actor that they just loved, and you put it on, and you're like having this Audrey Hepburn moment mm-hmm. or whatever, and then you're home, and you're like, uh, uh, okay, pile here. Mm-hmm. That pile is growing. <laughs> you know, men used to wear fedoras. Every single man had a fedora. Well, my grandfather, mm-hmm. every, he would never leave the house without one. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, what happened to that? I like the way it looks. Oh, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, and I'm not going to say coming back, but I do think that there's a subset of people that that do kind of Im- still embrace that look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I go to the store, I also try and wear something vintage, yeah. right? I might as well be in character while I'm there. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> I, I saw your jacket you were wearing when you came in. I'm like, I love that jacket. I'm, I wonder if she has jackets. I'm going I said in the for same thing in the lobby. I have a lot of coats. I'm coming in for a coat. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, vintage, I, I don't know. I feel like I could spend all day in a, in a vintage store or an antique yeah. store just rummaging around. And, uh, you know, it makes my family nuts because they're like, come on, let's get out of here. I'm like, no, look at this little thing. <laughs> oh, my kids, they, the, the eye rolls I get, like, um, you know, for Mother's Day last year, like I like to go to a new, vi- like a village I haven't been to. So last year we went up to Hudson. Mm. And it's my day. Don't tell me what I have to do on it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, I want to go into all of the stores, all of them. I don't want anyone. Uh, there's no heavy sighing. There's no breathing. They, they couldn't control themselves, even even on the day of mothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got mm-hmm. I got this another another antique store or paper stores. Right. If you sell something paper, I'm probably going to spend <laughs> an inordinate amount of time mm-hmm. in your store. Well, I you, like vintage cards. How That's do you idea. plan to source your stuff? Like mm-hmm. that's got to be to me, you know, when you when you walk into a store and you're, there's all these great finds in there. I mean, they're mm-hmm. finds. You went out and, and dug for gold somewhere mm-hmm. so that somebody else could could see this thing. I mm-hmm. mean, that's got to be it requires some planning and thought process. I have what you I call price guilt. Right. So I'll go out, I will source things and then I 
totally underestimated how much cleaning I do of mm -hmm. products. And then I research everything online for price comparison. And mm -hmm. I really try to make it, I'm not thinking about my rent and overhead as much as I should. And I really try to make it a fair price right. mm -hmm. um, for Warwick and for another vintage lover can afford it to mm -hmm. include younger people when I couldn't afford it and would be drooling over a product. And so um, that's, I source everywhere from, I have a nice network of people that do house cleanups here mm -hmm. in Warwick that I've been developing over the last year to um, Garage Shells, Salvation Army. Um, There's I, a lot of time and effort in yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of driving, a lot of time and effort, a lot of coordination um, that I guess should be reflected in my prices. But like I said, I have price guilt, so <laughs> I, I price it so it's affordable. Ah, but we are coming up on our last break time. All right, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Hi, this is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save Buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Hi, this is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year-round retreat, or maybe you're considering selling, I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Dr. Love. Tune in every Saturday at 8 a.m. and tune up all your relationships with life partners, friends, and family. Visit drlove.com and email your questions. See you Saturday right here on Radio Worth Listening To. Hi, this is Wild Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. I'm gonna make this place your and welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show on 93.5 FM WTBQ. This is David Wilner. I'm with Pillar to Post Home Inspectors and my co-host... Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, licensed in New York and New Jersey. And our guest today... Danielle Shostel from Pre-Love Vintage. So what? I have really loved having Danielle on our show today. I would like to start by just saying thank you so much for coming. Um, we Thank talked. you for my sailboats. They're beautiful. I know. She came with gifts. I know. I love that. <laughs> I actually have been having a lot of fun. So yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, so for those of you um, interested in checking out Danielle's shop, let me have her give the address. Sure. It's Pre-Love Vintage on 19 West Street. 
And um, do you have a website or anything else? I have a social media presence, so I post intermittently on Instagram and Facebook. Great. Mm -hmm. I, I love how you put the word intermittently in there. That makes it sound much more fancy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it was much more honest. I'm not going to post every day. I know. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, we were also speaking uh, with t with Danielle about um, her transition from townhouse to um, single family home, mm -hmm. um, whether or not um, she's going to consider landlording. I, I wonder which way you're which way are you leaning on that? I think I am leaning towards renting. Mm -hmm. Uh, in fact, I've just had a couple of inquiries just through friends and, and even people I've met in the store. Oh. Um, and so I think that's where I'm leaning, but it depends on how organized I can be in the rest of my life. Right. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's fair. Mm -hmm. um, so that's good. I'll be interested to hear how that goes. Maybe once you decide, we'll have you back on and you can tell us what it's what, what your first first time in investment <laughs> landlording experiences oh, I'm, I'm sure there'll be stories either way oh there oh. are mm -hmm. there there are i'm uh it's uh it's an adventure and it, and as i said you know there's upsides and downsides you have to make sure that your your tolerance for risk reward matches mm -hmm. that matches that right i mean with any business but you know you took a, a big risk opening your business mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um and it's a passion of yours correct and so you know i think anytime you can pair your passion with your business um, you know, you, you make for a nice life. Um, I love what I do. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's every day I go out and do an inspection. It's, it's, uh, I, I just, I love it so much. I love working with my clients. I love doing the inspections. Uh, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, it is, it is a really important thing to be happy in what you do. Yeah. So, um, I, I can see your excitement, enthusiasm, mm -hmm. and passion for what you do. And it uh, makes me say, I cannot wait to come to your store. Thank you. <laughs> well, and it's also, it helps, and, and Dave's heard this before, but it's not how I pay my bills. Right. Right. <laughs> right? So I, the pressure there, I do HR and cybersecurity consulting. Oh, okay. And I'm able to define my own hours to some extent or another. Mm -hmm. And so that takes the pressure off. Right. Uh, I mean, believe me, I would like it to turn a profit at some point, but you know, generally speaking, it, it's just true enjoyment. Right. Mm -hmm. What are the hours of the store? Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to five. Okay. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that hits a lot, of, uh, a lot of the West Street walkers during that time. Yeah, and it would be interesting because I opened in May, and obviously it was in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. And I will be very curious to see what this spring and summer looks like compared to last year when I was just figuring things out. And right. I have a friend who's making me a beautiful large wood sign. Oh, nice. I have a gorgeous hand-painted sign from Deb the Painter. Shout out for Warwick. Um, it's She made me the most beautiful hanging metal sign, mm -hmm. but I need something that's going to catch the eye of the driver as well right. as the walker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that Warwick is really, this pandemic actually has been pretty good for Warwick, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, it's, it's becoming more and more of a destination mm -hmm. place from the city. I mean, people come up here to walk, to shop, to to get out of that the congestion i mean uh you know christine how, what's what kind of long-term effects do you think that that has on the real estate market and and our and our beautiful downtown mm -hmm. so i will say um you know i've seen more press about warwick which always brings people up um and during the pandemic as people were exploring different areas um we have gotten a lot of people coming out of the city um which you know is 
it's great to have an interest in your area. Um, there have been more Airbnbs that have been opening up and um, kind of all of all, all the things that come with that. Um, but also I've always said about Warwick, um, the sense of community that is here. Um, it doesn't, you know, I think that our day-to-day business for most of our um, businesses comes from local people. It's not, it's not, it's not like. It's not a bedroom community to the city. Correct. Yeah. And so, you know, we have, because we're not located on a highway, Right, and if you want to go to your box store, you you know take a twenty to thirty minute drive. People stay local, right? Mm-hmm. We have a lot of businesses that can support most of what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to your big box store once every week or so to to get your you know your your needs that you have to have, but if you want to get a really nice gift for someone or have a great great meal experience, and all of that is right here, um, and it's what gives Warwick that community feel, and it's what makes people want to be here. You walk down the street, you're going to see someone that you know. Every day. I mean, mm-hmm. there's never a time, and I don't even know a ton of people, but I always bump into someone, right? And it's what makes me like really love being here is that, um, that, is sense, that of sense of community and belonging. Yeah. Correct. And the businesses that have grown up here and developed here and, and come in here support that. Um, and then the people here support the businesses. So, um, you know, that I really love that of uh, that that feeling and that vibe that Warwick is able to cultivate because of, of I think honestly not being on a highway. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, Daniil, I mean from a commercial perspective, you know, what made you choose Warwick over any of the other local towns? Sure. I'll definitely answer that. And I'll also just want to say one of the nicest things that I've experienced about opening my store and I truly didn't anticipate it is my return customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, my first ever customer, this wonderful woman named Anna, she just happened to be the first person that walked in my store. She still comes to visit me all the time and it just gives me things. <laughs> and like, and I <laughs> insist on paying her and she will not take it. She just wants, she said she's invested in seeing me be successful, which was really just, there's a lot of kindness and support yeah. for local businesses by Warwick residents. Um, so I chose Warwick because, um, I was living here and also I grew up in West Milford right Mm -hmm. over the border, shall we say. And like, we would come to Warwick or Sugarloaf to walk around it just because it's a nice walkable town. Um, and I thought that actually at the time I thought being next to the barbershop, there's always a line of moms with Mm -hmm. children outside it, uh, that the moms would want to come in and browse while their children were getting their hair cut. So that was relatively strategic. Um, that not that's not necessarily how it's panned out because of the pandemic and appointments. But um, I do still get some walking traffic for yeah, sure. Of mm-hmm. course, I very love that. cool. Mm-hmm. Man, you know it's it is so good to see uh, a town like Warwick thriving. Mm-hmm. It is developing new businesses coming into it. It is really it is really nice to see. I mean, not every town in the area has had that kind of success. Right. What do you think the key to Warwick's success? for such a long period of time has been. Well, I think that um, I think that our Chamber of Commerce is super strong. Um, and, you know, Michael Jandro, who um, is the head of the, the chamber there, um, you know, he is very welcoming to all new businesses. And he, he does a lot of, you know, organizing to make sure that businesses support businesses, that everyone has good visibility to what new businesses are coming in and um, ribbon cuttings and all those sorts of things that build community. Um, you know, also, you know, the town has like our, you know, the, the music on the green, yeah. right? The parks, mm-hmm. like all of the things that, that kind of, um, it all comes together nicely and, and kind of makes a close knit community that you, 
again, can stay in. You don't have to go other places to get your things. And I think that that's uh, it's what I love about being here. I think there's something for everyone too. Every whether you're a kid or a senior, there's a lot of programs and things that you can be participating in. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And and that type of appeal, that broadband appeal, that sense of community, it all goes back to holding on to property values, doesn't it? It does, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. For, no, for sure. And making it a desirable community, right? You have. Um, you have people who live here who want to stay here, like generationally. You also have people moving in from out of the area that are looking for, um, you know, what Warwick has to offer. So you kind of end up with a, with a market where you have a lot of people who want to be here. And so that does really um, support property values over the long, the long haul. Yeah, it's, you know, sometimes I'm in some parts in Newburgh or uh, in other parts of the, you know, other towns. And you see these grand, beautiful old homes that are just sort of falling apart. And that's not what we have here in our town. You know, mm-hmm. our town is so nicely preserved. And it, it, there is a, you know, it feels like there is that sense of community that you just don't get in some other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I, you know, I think the, I'm going to call it the return of the village, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as you look around um, lower Orange County, you see more and more of the villages really starting to thrive, right? Um, you know, and... Uh, I'm not going to call it like a facelift, but as new businesses come in, they're modernizing. Um, you know, it's it's funny, even when you drive down Warwick, you know, our buildings are older and it can feel that way. And until you see the signage and the way those storefronts are designed and right to bring a compelling, um, you know, story to the town, so to speak. Um, and so I see that in other villages around here, too. I was recently through Cornwall and I hadn't been there in a while. And I was like, just looking at the types of shops that were there and the signage and right like it, i was just like this is starting to really feel very modern up here and i'm like this is great i gotta come back for it. like and that makes me say i want to come back and see you know go into the stores and see what's here as i said i love to explore a, a new little a new little town well and to put my hr hat on for a second i think remote work allows for yeah. and encourages that right yeah. if people can really have a greater choice in where they live mm-hmm and then they want to invest in where they live. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would agree with that completely. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so you know that that's a that's a great that's a great observation, and mm-hmm. it's it's one hundred percent true. I think that's going to long term have some great quality of life for people. But we're wrapping up on the show now. I huh? know another real real estate show is over. Wow! Um, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, tune in next week. Thank you for having me. Thanks, this has Danielle. been a true pleasure. Thank you for being here. Mm-hmm.